Financial investments are very important, but so are the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of St. Louis University Billiken Basketball. Contact your local Edward Jones financial advisor for your investment needs by visiting edwardjones.com. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Welcome to From the Stairs, your one-stop shop podcast for insider access and in-depth interviews with your favorite Billiken coaches and players. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at Billiken Podcast for the latest news on future episodes. Now, here is your host, Billiken Athletic Director, Chris May. Welcome, Billiken fans. Uh, This is Chris May from the stands. Uh, This is a special Title IX podcast series that we are doing a podcast once a month as we celebrate the 50 years of Title IX. And uh, I couldn't be more proud to uh, sit down and talk with Lisa Stone, our head women's basketball coach here at SLU. Lisa and I have talked to many and oftentimes about the importance of women's sports and what it means for young women to get out and compete and get after it. And uh, so Lisa, welcome. It's great to have you. Um, as as we kick in, and June 23rd is the official date, but we're going to celebrate it all in uh, 2022. What, what does Title IX mean to you? Um, wh- what jumps out at you right away when you hear that message, you're a product of, you know, being able to play great college basketball. You've been in the business of, of coaching and leading young women for a long time and helping them on their journeys and what, what that's meant to so many. What when, when you look at this 50-year anniversary, which is really special, and I think it's an unbelievably important time for us to, to acknowledge and celebrate it because uh, I think as we've spoken I grew up, my mother was a great student, great athlete, didn't have the chance to go to college because Title IX wasn't in place. So had it been, I'm sure she would have. So it's super important to me, and I know it's important to you. So what what does Title IX mean to you uh, from your perspective today? The first, the word I think of, Chris, is opportunity. I look back, um, and it's a long time ago, um, when I was in, in seventh and eighth grade, we had what was called GAA. That was called Girls Athletic Association. They had two sports, softball and track. That's it. And that was all. So I was a little tomboy. And that's a word that is dated. Your, your, your mom and wife probably know what that means, Chris. And my, my era does too. But that it was, was, I was a really good little athlete. And um, all I could do was play softball and run track. So I did that. And then I got to high school and still they had sports in high school. I ran track. I played basketball and I played tennis. I never picked up a tennis racket until I was a freshman in high school. I didn't know how to keep score, but I was the number one player on the team. I just, cause I was athletic. I never, no one taught me how to play. So I go and then eventually, and I'm just fast forwarding until I get to Iowa. And when I'm at the university of Iowa, um, I got a scholarship to play basketball. It was the first time that ever happened in our high school. But once again, another opportunity. And my athletic director's name was Dr. Christine Grant. And Dr. Christine Grant, rest in peace, just passed most recently. She and Donna Lopiano was at Texas at the time. They are the pioneers of women's athletics. We had separate um, athletic departments at the University of Iowa, men's department, women's department. My freshman, sophomore year, they merged as I was there. And we went from AIAW, 
to the NCAA. And all this revolves around Title IX. And Dr. Grant was my advisor, my teacher, my professor, my mentor, um, and someone I, I, I saw every single day all four years. And I, I watched this woman work for women and for, the, for our opportunities to not just play in the, a separate national tournament and a separate this and separate that. We joined. The departments joined while I was a, a student athlete at Iowa and led by Dr. Grant. And Dr. Grant, uh, then obviously we joined forces with, uh, there was no longer AIW, um, there was the NCAA. And people don't probably even know the history of that piece of it, but now we're in the NCAA and the opportunities for women have been fantastic, Chris. I've always been treated with great respect in my position. I've only been a head coach um, and it's been fun to watch opportunities for women rise. Therefore, the talent's gotten better. Women, you see more women coaching women. Um, and I try to be a role model for young women and future women coaches that you can be a mother, wife, teacher, coach. You can wear a lot of hats because you have the opportunity of the support. You know, Chris, is, you support me tremendously in terms of the balance that I have in my, in my profession and, and providing me the opportunities in our program, the opportunities we need to compete at the highest level. And it wasn't that way when I first started as a student athlete, and it wasn't when I first started coaching. So it's been great to see the opportunities arise for young women, and Title IX is the reason for that. But the leader of that, in my opinion, was Dr. Christine Grant, who I'm forever grateful to. Lisa, when you when you think about that, uh, share share some of your thoughts on how how far it's come. Um, you know, you hear the stories, and I I mean, I'll be honest with you, I couldn't be more proud of what we were able to provide and how we serve our women student athletes and men and everywhere everybody else today. Um, but it wasn't always that way. And and how have you seen that evolve into? where we are today and how we can serve young women. Well, I, I mean, you look, and I, I know a lot of people will say, wow, that's back in the dinosaur era, but it, there's still some programs that are, are not as supported as, as I am at St. Louis. I mean, there, there's, you know, going back to when I was in school, we had one pair of shoes, we had one uniform. I mean, just the little things, you know, we had a separate locker room that was in a different building. Uh, you travel in the vans and station wagons and stuff like that. And some of that's still going on, but I really think that the excitement, I think the, the fact that women's sports have become so popular on TV from the WNBA most recently there, it's a spectator game. Um, you look at our, our national women's soccer team and what that's done, been, been great leaders and great role models for our, our women. And then I look at our very talented Katie Shields and her soccer team and the, how the role models for those young people. I hope that I've had impact on young women, not just as a, a player, but then as I stepped in the coaching role um, to try to mentor, you know, foster female leadership. It All of that has evolved right now where now it's, it, it's, it's so exciting to see because men, women, everybody – they're enjoying watching women compete. Volleyball, the national volleyball term, the volleyball tennis across the country is awesome. I mean, I watched the national championship and a good friend of mine, they wanted the Wisconsin coach and, and uh, it's, it's packed in there. They're standing outside to watch women's games. You know, you look at um, the, the women's basketball and what Pat Summit did for the game and what some of these women have done for the game of women's basketball. Tara Vandiver is still coaching that the, the, the crowds and the, the popularity of it, not, that's not why young girls do it. They do it because it's accepted. 
back when I was back in eighth grade, it was not accepted um, that I could throw a curveball in the eighth grade. They wouldn't let me play little league. I couldn't play. It was all boys. So opportunities have improved. Um, support has been is obviously off the charts. Um, but the, the players are better. They're enjoying it. There's a joy about it. I think young girls in women's sport attract a family atmosphere. And that family atmosphere is something that you can build and grow on. Um, but again, it's it's because of the, the growth and the support and the, the dedication of people like you too, Chris, and, and others that have really, that really, they, they care about women's sports. And I'm blessed because I work in a place that women's sports are very, very well received. Um, what would uh, Lisa Anderson that used to go to basketball camp that Rick Majerus was running <laughs> have thought about Title IX and how far it's come today? Oh, my goodness. That's going back, Chris, because Rick Majerus is a good friend of mine. He used to call me Andy, Blondie, whatever he wanted to call me. He, uh, I was a tough enough kid, though. I, I, I could be coached by Rick, and I would have loved to play for him. But, um, you know, it – we didn't have a lot back then. And, uh, you know, Rick saw something in me. He saw something in little Lisa Anderson. And he became one of my biggest fans when I was 12 years old, when I was a camper at his camp when he was at Marquette. And I stayed in touch with him. And we became friends. And uh, I never got to coach with him here. But I, he really, he was a, a male in a male-dominated popular sport that saw a young little Lisa Anderson with an opportunity. He said, and he encouraged me to go into coaching. He encouraged me to follow my dream. He encouraged me to go play at the, at, at, in college. Um, this is really dating me and it's, I'm, I, I know this is a podcast, but Rick Majera sent me a, a message. I was in the state tournament, my junior and senior year in high school for Oregon high school. Rick was still in Milwaukee. He saw that we made the state tournament. He sent me a, a message to the locker room and we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have email. I didn't own a computer. He sent a Western Union message. I think it came by Pony Express, quite frankly, into my locker room, wishing me good luck and said he would, he'd be watching. And um, that support, boy, that motivated me. I had a guy that didn't really have to really care about me, but he did. And he followed my career. He inspired me as a player. He inspired me as a coach and um, always told me just to keep working hard and, and love your players like I do and, and, and work real hard and, and uh, continue to help build women's athletics. And, and I hope I've done that. So the question is, how do we, what do we have to do to encourage and help the next group, right? Yeah. The, the next Lisa Anderson's, how do we, what do we have to do uh, industry wise to ensure that the next great, basketball, soccer, softball, runners, field hockey players know that this is a great opportunity for them. You keep, you, you vocalize it to them. You get them to your, can't you, in any way I can touch young people's lives, I'm going to do it. Um, anytime I'm able to um, see a young girl that may, I, whether she wants an autograph or she wants to be a water girl or she wants to get involved in any way, shape or form. Like I love, the, the teams that come to the soccer games and chase the balls around when they go flying out of bounds, that's a starting point. I think camps and clinics that we all run around here is a starting point. And then staying connected and, and have fun. Like I, I, Tom Ackerman is one of our radio folks. He's got a young girls team. And yep. every time I talk to him, he's like, I've got these young girls, Lisa. And I said, bring them to practice. I'd love to meet them. I talk to them. 
uh, I'd, I'd love to meet him. I have a team that I'll be talking to before the game on uh, Sunday. And whether it does, at least it's something. They're in shape. It's arena. Come to the arena and bring your little ones and watch those women out there play. Um, but try to inspire him. And he, I think his first game, the score might have been 11 to 5, and they won. And he was so excited. And he said, and just sm- love the game. Love it. Start. It's supposed to be fun. I told my team that today. This is supposed to be fun. It's going to be hard work, but it's supposed to be fun. And uh, love them. Um, encourage them. Inspire them the best that you can. And uh, remember that we're here to foster female leadership and find the next young women out there that, that can, can, can lead teams and inspire young women. And, and uh, again, have fun with it. Well, you've done a great job with that. Uh, that was the Ledoux Junior Rams, and I got the text. It was 19 to 8. Okay. And, I, and uh, you, you helped Coach Ackerman coach defense for those young women. But, but, but I got the text, too, and I bring it up because Tom being so proud of his daughters and being able to coach them is super cool. Just like I was able to do the same thing and as dads uh, to be able to help your daughters compete. And, uh, you know, I'm going to one of Sophia's games tonight um, to be able to do that stuff is is uh, part of what being part of what being parents and fathers and moms. And but we're just blessed enough in our business to really to be to have a platform to help young women. Yes. And so I, I congratulate you. I will tell you, I don't know if you know, Wednesday night here in Shapitz Arena, we had our first female official officiating the men's game. Our men's game? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know Someone that. Name, Amy Bonner was here in Shapitz Arena, uh, and she officiated the men's game. How and I was that? so proud to go out and shake her hand before that game because that is a big deal. That's just another step. Yeah. towards encouraging young women and women yep. uh, that can really take a leadership role in, in intercollegiate athletics. And so I was uh, super proud for, to be part of that. But what I'm most proud of is what we're, you're able to do and Katie and Christy and everybody that coaches our women here at SLU. And um, we're, as you well know, we're committed to putting our women in the best position they can to have a great experience here at St. Louis, to get a great education, to compete at the highest levels, and to learn how to get back to community. And uh, I thank you for everything you're doing to help make that happen. That's Those are our objectives. If we execute on those objectives every day, we know we're having success. And uh, that's that makes me very, very proud. A- anything else you can share with our fans from a Title IX perspective as we kick off this great year to celebrate our women student athletes and everything it means to be a student athlete at SLU? Absolutely. I think uh, just in, just in closing, thank you to our alumni. They paved the way. They paved the way, and they'll be celebrated on Sunday uh, at our Richmond game. It's thanks to them for them. They used to play in West Pine Gym, and now they come very proud to be to to represent the Billikens as we're you know playing in Chaffetz Arena. It's because of them we are where we are today. So a thank you to the alumni um, and to them also for their support and. Uh, Hang with us, Billikens here. We're uh, we're excited. We're excited to see you on Sunday, and um, it's because of, of of you women that have paved the way, and um, to to people like Chris that have given us opportunities to continue to do what we do and grow the game. You got it. All right, Lisa. Thank you. That's uh, that'll wind up our first conversation. We'll have many more talking about and celebrating Title IX and what it means here at St. Louis University. And uh, we will be fired up to get back to talk more Title IX stuff. But me, in the meanwhile, we'll be in Shapitz Arena Sunday to, to cheer on our women Billikens. So 
Thanks, Lisa. We will see you at the arena. Thanks for listening to From the Stands with Billiken Athletic Director Chris May. Subscribe to our podcast in the iTunes Store and have the latest episodes sent straight to your phone. Go Billikens! Financial investments are very important, but so are the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of St. Louis University Billiken Basketball. Contact your local Edward Jones financial advisor for your investment needs by visiting edwardjones.com. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC.